move well, eat well, and sleep well, do you feel that modern medicine is looking out for your best interests? Do you know how to take care of your body so you can stay pain-free and in the activities you love? Do you know what options you have? If not, that's a problem, and this podcast is the answer. I'm Trevor Folter, and welcome to the Green Bay Health Project Podcast. Project Podcast is sponsored by Movement Performance and Rehabilitation, where we help the athletes and active adults move better, perform better, stay pain-free, and in the sports and activities that they love. We do this by focusing on their movements and optimizing their mobility, stability, and strength. Your body is your greatest tool, and when you move better, you feel better, and you thrive. So head to movementgb.com, that's mvmtgb.com, to learn how we can help you stay active and pain-free for life. What's going on, everyone? It's Trevor with the Green Bay Health Project podcast, and today I'm sitting down with Julia Piotta, life, health, and wellness coach right here in Green Bay. Uh, Julia, thanks for talking with me. You know, we worked through the technical difficulties over the past couple of days to make this happen, so it's awesome that we are sitting here even though we had some issues this morning too yeah no I'm grateful thank you I appreciate this yeah and you know you know we've known each other for a while but for some reason all the invites that you and Erica do seem to lose my name you know all the station one <laughs> brewing drinks that you guys are doing coffee dates so like I'm gonna come at you a little bit on this one because <laughs> I'm salty about it not gonna lie I mean, we are definitely going to have to talk to Erica about that one because, um, yeah, no, definitely would love to have you along in a, at a future, you know, coffee date or <laughs> cheers. Yeah. <laughs> um, cheers. Yeah. Yeah, we were walking. The welcome, but good. We were walking the dogs one night and she was like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm eating Julia tonight for some drinks. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> this is like two minutes from where we live. All right, whatever. I'm not bitter about it, clearly. <laughs> Anyways, um, why don't you give us a little intro or background info on how this all started? Uh, what made you want to become a life health wellness coach? What brought you down this path? All the good juicy stuff. Yes, the good juicy <laughs> stuff. Well, you're going to love this one because it all had to do with my dating experiences and just getting to a point where I was like, you know what? I'm fucking over this shit. I'm so... <laughs> tired of attracting like these same types of men into my life um but it was like this huge fuel that like started this you know this momentum of creating this transformation um you know it took like one last uh experience of dating a guy and I'm like you know what I'm over this like what am I doing that I keep attracting men that aren't looking for a commitment um you know people that are just trying to like explore every single girl that's out there mm. And I'm like, I'm kind of like, no, like I'm, I'm done with this. So that was the moment where I'm like, okay, I'm going to go and read all these dating books and figure out what I need to change. Um, but that led me to uh, running into these like different spiritual, I, I call them like spiritual self-help type books. And I used to read a lot of like self-help books and a lot of them are psychology based. Um, but there was one in particular book that I ran across called You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. And that was like the transformational book. That was like this aha moment, um, learning how to do healing work on myself. And when I started to experience just this 
this shift in the way my life was going, meaning like releasing the bitterness, the resentment towards anything that happened in my past, whether it be with like family members and friends, um, I could experience, like I experienced a lot of peace and freedom within myself. So that was when I'm like, oh my gosh, everyone needs to, like everyone needs to have this in their life uh, because it just, it gave me that freedom and just that little bit of like lightening the load. I'm like, yeah, I want to help other individuals like learn how to create a new life for themselves and, you know, release some of the stuff that they're going through. So even though it was like frustrations in dating, you know, that's apparently what I needed on my path though, to get all this, this whole movement going. <laughs> mm, yeah. It's always interesting, isn't it? Like the s- things that are maddening and drive you crazy <laughs> kind of come full circle and you're like, Hey, look at this. Look at like all that shit needed to happen Yeah. in order for you to kind of be where you're at now. We've, yeah. we've, I've had that too. It's awesome. It's kind of, yeah. I mean, it sucks going through it, but it does. It does. No, I agree. It sucks going through it, but like now having, just kind of having some like deeper challenging experiences in my life, um, I can even see like how this, this path like set itself up. Um, I'll share, I'll share a little bit more about this kind of like where more fuel came from with this. Um, but I had gone through a difficult breakup as well. So it's like I had this piece of like learning how to release my past and you know, getting to a, a better place of healing with myself. Um, but then there was this period of like the singleness and doing the work on myself, meeting someone and getting engaged to him. Um, and then that relationship lasted for four years. And then he just boom abruptly, like, was like, I don't want to be in this relationship anymore. And that came like as a shock wow. to my system. So it was good having this. And at that time I was actually going to school for wellness and health promotion. Um, it was like literally like right at the end, like six weeks prior to my graduation. And I'm like, I look at this and I'm like, this is like good how it all happened. Cause I had all these wonderful, like the, the knowledge, the education, the tools, the techniques to help myself like through that healing process when that breakup happened. I'm not saying that it was easy to go through. It was extremely difficult, but having all this stuff to just to kind of like show yourself you don't have to sit here like just because some guy you know broke your heart and you're devastated and and your life sucks right now you don't have to stay there so I think that that was helpful and then it was like then it got me to a deeper point where I'm like you know what I want to help women you know really truly like create that healthier relationship with themselves and not be in a place where they feel helpless or they feel like they have to stay you know bitter and resent resentful towards towards whatever might have happened in their past. Mm. Yeah, that's really interesting. So, I mean, it's an unfortunate situation, but mm-hmm. I think a lot of people can relate to that. I mean, yeah. Erica and I talked too, like we were both in relationships prior to meeting each other where like it kind of got pretty bad and they were long-term, uh, right around four years, I think for each of us. And they kind of edit- ended badly and it was like, just a lot of back and forth and it's like oh man it sucked during but then obviously coming out of that like here we are together and it worked out very well but going through that stuff is tough and um i want you to talk a little bit more about this kind of getting stuck in the mental game of it is like am i good enough did i screw up this is all my fault what could i have done different like i think those questions 
questions just cycle through. Yes. Like at least for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so can you talk more about like the thought process or getting stuck in some of that yeah. stuff? Yeah. And so I, from my personal experience and then obviously like from working with other individuals, like I can see how the brain is set up. Like it's, it's set up to, you know, go into that survival mode and kind of rehash things over and over in our mind. And it gets into like this rumination of like, you know, I remember being in that space of like trying to figure out everything that was wrong with me and what I could do better. Like, what could I do to quickly save this relationship or to prevent it in the future? Um, So when we're in that, what I have learned is if we don't interrupt the pattern, like, you know, I've learned that for me, meditation, meditation helps like slowing the thoughts down or journaling, like what's going on. So if we're thinking about like, you know, why am I not good enough or how could I be a better person or I'm never going to be good enough for someone again. Like I'm going to, you know, end up pushing them away because maybe I'm too much for them to handle. And we have to really like create space between those thoughts. So like I found meditation to be something that's very helpful with calming the mind down and slowing the thoughts, Um, you know, journaling out what what's going on within us, because if we choose to like continue engaging in these thoughts, like think about it like this, like your thoughts are wired, like you've been, you know, programmed throughout your entire life, like and you've been given thoughts and belief systems that you've adapted over time from different family members, influences in your life. And what happens is it ingrains these neural pathways in the brain. And we know the more repetition we do, it's like lifting weights. The more repetition we do, right, we build these neural pathways that are stronger within our our brain. And we have to do that pattern interrupt and create new neural pathways. So instead of looking at like, you know, what did I do wrong? You know, I'm going to screw up my next relationship. It's like writing those negative thoughts out that we're having that are just continuing to repeat over and over again. Um, Because if we continue thinking about those same things, that's what we create again in our experience. So really, for me, like writing it down, looking at what are those thoughts that are coming up, but what would be something that is going to benefit me instead? You know, what's a new thought that I could think about myself? Um, And sometimes it's really asking that question to ourselves, like, is this thought that I'm having, is it actually true? Like, this is something that I talk with my clients a lot about. Um, Because sometimes we'll be in a belief system where we, like, think that it's true. We're like, yeah, I'm going to screw my next relationship up again. Like, I failed at this one, so I'm going to fail at the next one. And then I would ask someone, like, is that actually true? Could you, you know, go before a judge? And would you have that proof to, you know, to say yes to this judge? Like, I can prove to you that I'm going to fuck my next relationship Mm -hmm. up again. Um, And most times, you know, like, we can't. We don't have the proof. But our brain likes to trick us and think that, like, yeah, it's going to happen again. Because it's built, you know, to protect us and keep us in that survival mode and stuck in our comfort zone of not wanting to, like, fail again. (laughs) (laughs) Right. It's brutal. Um, When you were saying that, right at the end there, there's a, a song lyric that pops into my head. And it's like, the brain's a powerful place and what you or what you feed it can affect you in a powerful way yes. and it's like all of that just kind of encompasses what you were just talking about it's a nasty cycle and yeah. what you put in it like what you attach those things to you can let it define yourself I mean, it's 
awful when it's when it doesn't have to be that way. Right, right. And you know it's cute, like not to get off on you know, a different direction too much. But it's I interesting it. how like I always look at this, like how the hell why did someone like not inform us or educate us of these things? Mm-hmm. Like in school or growing up, it's just it blows my mind. And it's add us to the growing list of why didn't they teach yeah. us this thing? Yeah. I don't know. And it's, uh, you know, for anyone that, that like, is, let's say, more of a Christian person, like, the Bible always talks about renewing your mind. And I'm like, yeah, there's so much truth between the Bible or other, like, self-help type books that I've been reading. It's, Mm -hmm. like, it's always about the mind. And you always have to, like, basically, you know, like, intentionally create our thoughts and what we want to experience rather than letting it run the show for us. Oh, man. (laughs) Yes. And I am guilty of letting my brain run my life. <laughs> Let no, me I tell you. Let it's me tell you. It's not easy. Sometimes no. I get it. It's not easy. It's why I do this work. I'm yeah. Like, I'm my own, you know, like, it's like you're, o- you're your own worst person. Like, I can get in your own way, however mm-hmm. you want to word that. You're the one that gets in your own way. I'm like, and I'm, it's why I'm passionate about what I do. Because I know the benefits now of... <laughs> getting away from the old patterns or the old ways of being and thinking Mm -hmm. um, and just creating something new for myself. So it does take that work. It does not come easy, but it's worth it in the end. (laughs) For sure. For sure. So you mentioned a couple of things that I want um, almost to expand on. I have a couple questions. So the first one is um, meditation. Like people think they still hear this and -hmm. I think they still have like this connotation about it. Like it's this woo-woo thing sitting in this position with your hands (laughs) out. Like how do you practice it? I'm curious about that. So I, I mean, and I've gone in different stages. Like right now, I can just sit and close my eyes and meditate. Um, I used to do like a lot of just like laying down to allow my body to relax. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for me, it gets started using guided meditations to help my brain like be guided to do what it needed to do. But now it might just be me closing my eyes. Um, you know, focusing on getting in some breaths because a lot of time, like as we're moving through life, we're holding our breath and we don't know it. Mm -hmm. Um, So allowing that oxygen to go in and uh, start relaxing the body and just like close my eyes and just, I'm at a place now where I can just center in really quickly and get grounded like inside my body. And people hearing this might not know what that feels like Mm -hmm. because I know when I first started meditating, it was more like, brain to stop thinking like I'm doing this thing yeah. why isn't it working yeah but and it's like we're trying too hard I think when we first start practicing oh, sure. meditating um, but I just suggest like looking at it like a thought is going through your mind kind of like a cloud passing through the sky like mm-hmm. watch it go by just observe it don't engage in it if you engage in it release it bring yourself back it's literally like that repetitive process of oh shit I'm thinking something right now I'm gonna let this go and I'm just gonna do something and like focusing on my breath mm-hmm. or maybe you're gonna feel you know particular sensations in your body and just it's it's honestly just like shutting off your senses you know mm-hmm. closing your eyes centering in and just allowing yourself to be um, I tell a lot of people like even if you think you're bad at meditating because I hear this from so many people yeah. <laughs> and I'm like you know what it's it's not an easy thing but it's just the practice of can you shut your senses off close your eyes take some breaths and just do that more maybe you Mm -hmm. do it for 60 seconds and you know you start working yourself up where you're like hey i'm going to take 
360 second break a day and just shut off the external stimuli and focus in. And that'll just start creating that gap then. So how I was saying with the thoughts ruminating over mm-hmm. and over, that'll create that space um, basically over time. Let's just pretend we have, you know, 10,000 thoughts going through per minute. Um, and then if we're pr- practicing meditation, maybe it's going to trim down to like 9,000. But then the more we, we practice meditation, it dies down over time. Um, I've been practicing, I don't know, I would say like for me, meditation and slowing down my, my thoughts started probably back in 2012, <coughs> excuse me, when I started going to yoga. That was like the first time that I ever got a taste of like what it was like to It's daunting at first, I think. People hear it and they're like, oh, I've got to take X amount of minutes or time out of my day. How can I find this time? So I think I, I really like what you said. Start slow. Um, don't expect to be perfect with it because it's, right. it's tough. It's not like you can just sit and all of a sudden your mind is quiet. It's like when you said 10,000 thoughts a minute, I was like, man, I would love <laughs> to have only 10,000 <laughs> thoughts a minute. Like, I can't, man. Re- I can't remember what, they, what the amount is that I have, <laughs> but it's a lot. Yeah, no, I know. And that's that's the thing. It's it's a good, powerful thing. When I was doing it, um, it was like five to ten minutes a day is what I used to do, and it was super powerful. I remember the first week, or the very first day, I was like, what is happening? Like, I, I'm supposed to not be thinking, and I can't stop. Yep. And then this, after the first week, it was like, okay. Like, it's a, it's a little better, but by, like, week three and four, it was like, oh, this is awesome. Like, it's just quiet (laughs) and I can and like you said about the thoughts being like passing clouds if you don't attach that emotion to things right um they're just passing I mean think of again all the thoughts you have and it's up to you if you decide to attach an emotion to it yes definitely and then that emotion causes a bunch of stuff (laughs) down the rabbit hole (laughs) after that point yes mind is powerful when that emotion arises it produces that feeling in the body and it just like literally creates a loop of I don't know if you're familiar with this like um I I was reading this book breaking the habit of being yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza and he is absolutely like perfect in explaining um basically what's going on within us like we have a thought uh that creates a chemical release in the brain so Mm -hmm. that's going to produce our feeling within our body so if we're feeling that emotion within our body that then produces a thought which Mm -hmm. produces a feeling and it's literally that loop and that's our feeling yeah so it's really it's it's awareness you know when we first start doing these types of practices like becoming aware of like well what am i actually thinking right now what is the feeling that i'm feeling in my body like Mm -hmm. even getting to a point of being able to name what emotion you're having um, that's where we can start to kind of like gain a little bit of that control back. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's really cool. Um, it's powerful. It's powerful. I think starting slow is the, the way to go, though. Um, and then the second thing you had mentioned was journaling. So, like, what does that look like? Do you have any recommendations on how to do, yeah. like, utilize that? Because it's something, you know, I've tried, I've stopped, I'm like, I'm doing this wrong. I'm just writing down a bunch of thoughts, which for me helps. Like, yes that's all that I kind of utilize it for is to write down everything I'm thinking, prioritize, and I can revisit it and be like, eh, don't need to worry about that. Yeah. Like, what do you do? Yeah. 
So that's how it started for me too, was just journaling, just giving out whatever, however I was like feeling about things that were going on. Um, so now what I like to do when I kind of just laser in on things, it's like I become, so I'm super aware of my thoughts and like what I'm feeling. So I will write down like all the thoughts that I'm having. So from a perspective of like what are the limiting beliefs that I'm having. So if we look at like the whole relationship stuff, you know, if we decide, well, I'm going to brain dump all these thoughts that I'm Love having about, <laughs> yes, about why can I not, um, you know, get in a relationship again, or maybe like what are the thoughts that I'm having that's preventing me from, you know, taking care of my health. A lot of times it's like, okay, I don't have time. I'm going to fall off track again. It's going to be too hard. Um, but when we write down these thoughts and we just look at them and then we get in that aspect of like, well, is that actually true? This is like how I'm, how I go through it in my journaling. Okay. No, that's not actually true. Um, and then thinking about what, what do I actually want to experience instead? So then journaling more in that aspect of like the future. So if I don't have these thoughts and I know that they're not true, you know, what might I want to be experiencing instead? What would I be thinking instead of this? So getting your mind more so programmed like into that future experience. Um, have you ever, you have to be familiar with this, but you know how athletes uh, perform like mental rehearsal yes. to prepare for a yeah. game? That's yeah. how I kind of look at this journaling experience. Mm -hmm. Like let's, let's eliminate all the garbage first and brain dump like all the stuff that's not going to serve us, but then connecting to like, that future, that future vision of that life, just like an athlete might, you know, picture themselves like scoring a touchdown or making that, that basket, whatever it might be. Can you connect with thoughts that this future version of you would be thinking? So then journaling more in that, in that future version of you and just connecting to what that future version of you might think instead. Um, because you probably want to be like calming your thoughts, right? So if you're like, okay, now I'm this more calm person that's not having as many thoughts going through their mind, what am I actually thinking now instead? Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. A lot. A lot of things. I'm like, it's, it's you know, this has been a practice that just develops over time. It's like the more you get to know yourself, I think the more comfortable you get with you and asking deeper questions. And then, of course, like always asking why. Like that's a helpful one when we ask the question why we might get a response and then from that response asking why again um, that can be super helpful like if you're brain dumping and you're believing a particular thought just ask yourself like why am I believing that mm -hmm. and when you come up with an answer like ask that why question again and that can help us get to a deeper root cause um, you know a lot of times if I'm working with a client and they're like, okay, I don't believe that I can, you know, create this healthier relationship with myself due to time. And then we dig with the whys and then we end up finding out they don't believe it because of, you know, some something they learned from growing up and experience that they had. So when you mm -hmm. find out what that deeper root cause is, that's like, all right, cool. Well, this is where this thing came from. It came from you know, me getting in a fight with Johnny in sixth grade, <laughs> whatever it might be. Um, and I chose to alter my behaviors and thought patterns from that experience. But that worked for me back then. It doesn't work for me now. So it's really like 
making a conscious decision to release that old pattern. Mm. And I know this is like a lot to be asked about journaling, but it can get, it can get deeper. You know, Mm -hmm. the more you learn about you, you can really develop this deeper relationship with yourself, which it's, it's a greater awareness then. So you can notice your patterns popping up as you're, you know, interacting with people and you're like, oh, up again I don't really want to be you know engaging in that I'm choosing to be you know this future version of myself instead yeah I like that a lot um I I say that all the time to people we work with like obviously it's a little bit different Mm -hmm. um but it's like if you can take that extra second and just be aware of how you're moving or what you're doing and kind of course correct and then just keep moving on through things like that's a huge part piece of the puzzle because when yep. you become aware, you can identify and you can move on yeah. um, and keep progressing. So it's, Definitely. it's huge. It's huge. So you alluded to it a little bit, um, but I want to know a little bit more about what it looks like um, for someone to work with you. Like, what's the, the process? What's the starting process? How does things move forward? And I know you give homework, so we can talk <laughs> about that, too. <laughs> I'm like, I stress them out right away with homework. Um, <laughs> yeah. So the first step, whenever someone you know shows interest in working with me, I always have them fill out my one-on-one coaching form. It's literally just a Google form with a bunch of different questions that allow me to find out like what are their goals that they're working on, the vision that they have for their life, um, any obstacles that they run into that are currently holding them back, um, finding out what things that they've tried that have worked for them, what they've tried that hasn't worked for them, and really finding out their commitment level too. You know, are they someone that is truly ready for coaching um, or maybe are they they're not in that that change the stage of change Um, there's different stages of change that people fall into and sometimes they're not ready for coaching so then that might be an individual that I could provide other resources for Um, but basically that beginning step lets me see if you know we would be a good fit for working together like are they ready for coaching is it something that I'm actually even able to help them with or would I need to make a referral to someone else? Uh, but that's where I start uh, just because it's kind of like the tool it needs to start. So um, from that point, it's like filling out the form, but then we jump on a call together to discuss those, those answers that they have on there a bit more deeply. That then gives them the experience as far as what coaching is like. Um, so I know a lot of people aren't fully 100% familiar with coaching. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a great opportunity for them. It's a free experience for them to have uh, just to feel what coaching is like and then for us to get to know one another better and for me to dig a bit deeper on that call with them. Um, I think everybody enjoys the discovery call. I get a lot of great feedback, you know, whether it's someone that chooses to work with me or not. Mm -hmm. Everyone has found that it's been really valuable to have a call like that. And then basically from that point, uh, if, if we're both feeling like coaching would be a good fit, then I just let them know what type of services that I have. Um, so service-wise, like that can vary. I like to work with individuals um, if that are looking to kind of transform their relationship with themselves. The individuals that maybe have had a lot of past stuff that they've gone through with, let's say a divorce or a breakup, those individuals I like to offer a three-month program just because it's like you don't heal overnight. And even mm-hmm. three months is like a super, super short period of time. Um, 
I've offered one-off coaching sessions to individuals too, if my schedule allows. But I, I feel that out where they're at, um, helping them with clients. Again, it's like getting on the phone, finding out where they're at, and seeing what might be the best fit for them. Um, so those can vary. I don't know if you needed <laughs> to know no, it's more good. about yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, and then what's some of, like, it's not like they just, you talk and that's just it, right? No. Like, you give them, like, deep, hard stuff. I mean, I, I've talked with people, or I've heard people be like, yeah, I had coffee with Julia, and now I've got, <laughs> my, my brain hurts, <laughs> and i got all this stuff to do. So I'm assuming that there's some work involved for your clients. Yes, yes. When I'm working with clients, so any clients that have worked with me and have gone through my three-month program, that one is a bit more in-depth. That's like mm-hmm. for the person that's like, hey, I'm ready to change my life. Like, I'm so over what I've been going through. Like, I'm ready to fully invest and commit to creating this transformation. Um, For that one, I am providing them a module. There's currently six modules that may be broken down into 12 Mm -hmm. to make it smaller, bite-sized pieces, um, but where they'll go through a module every two weeks and really work through you know things that are that are having to do with like the inner work and healing of the past um, moving through and getting to a place of rewiring themselves their mindset their feelings and stepping into like this future version of themselves so that's a snapshot but six modules jam-packed full of extremely valuable information that you know they do basically as homework in between our sessions so you know we would meet once every week but they have a module every other week and i don't know where it posts on the work factor so if there's people that are you know like they need more space then mm-hmm. i'll give them the space that they need but yeah it's it's a it's like everything you need to know that you didn't see in school <laughs> it's going to help you create this better life for yourself nice nice and it is all women like yeah. Primarily women? Yeah, it's been primarily women. I've worked with a couple men as well, so Mm -hmm. it seems like there's more women, but it's been both. (laughs) Yeah, we're just too much. We don't don't get out of our own way. Like, we're our own issue. (laughs) I'll say that. I'm like, when when men come and they, you know, they they want to work with me, it's kind of cool to see that because, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I think men kind of get like that that whole negative connotation like oh they're not going to do this type of work so it was pretty cool to see and I'll run into people you know even when I'm out and about around town and it'll be a lot of it's guys Mm -hmm. I don't know why but it's always like you know uh, one of my friends that's a guy and he's like hey I really love like what you're doing they don't comment on Facebook they're real silent about it Mm -hmm. but apparently like they're drawn to this and that's super awesome to see that because I think all of us can utilize it either Mm -hmm. male or female Um, we all go through stuff in life and we're just not really taught how to like get to a place of releasing it or being okay with you know the baggage that we have that's what I like to call it it is baggage man (laughs) (laughs) it's hard it's hard to just let that stuff go especially if you for however long think it's like you're the problem you get stuck like you had talked about before those beliefs yeah. It's hard to it's hard to break that pattern. Yeah. I'm like I 
in the status post today that I put on Facebook about um, just a pattern I no- I noticed over the weekend. Just oh, I saw that. Being with family again, and I'm like, oh, yeah, you popped off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know what? That's that's still when you like get to see this work in action. Is once you get around longtime friends or family members, and you can easily revert back into your old patterns. Mm. And I'm like, yes, my dad was. <laughs> yes, we all grew up together. I get that, but like, I've been doing a shit ton of work on myself. Mm-hmm. And you just hate them. They don't relate. They don't mm. relate to it. And they don't understand it. And they don't try to understand it. So it's just, um, yeah, I think this one. I feel like I'm going to go on a rabbit hole with that one. But <laughs> that really took you to the top. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah, I believe I believe that. It is hard being around um, people from the past who don't necessarily, who haven't changed or evolved. They're just kind of paths have split. Yeah. And then we all come together and they kind of, everybody kind of acts like they used to, but everybody's a little different. Yeah. And it's like, wait, this person's changed. It's like, well, I haven't changed, but evolved might be the better word for it. Yep. Yep. My mom always gives me shit and tells me that I'm just no fun anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and she always tells these stories, you know, to my friends that are, that are around like, yeah, she used to be so much fun and would do this. And, you know, like that was back in like my bigger drinking days yeah. and I'm just like lady come to a place of acceptance please right, <laughs> right. my well, mom and I have this you know wonderful like relationship so it's yeah. not like we can fuck around with each other but <laughs> <laughs> right but it is interesting right isn't it like uh Erica and I went to like my family's great love them very good relationship with them but we went to a Brewers game I don't know last summer and or it, maybe it was two years ago now. I don't know. But we weren't drinking. Like, we were like, yeah, we're not going to drink. We're going to eat well, like, good. Um, we're doing this stuff. Like, we're really taking care of ourselves. Erica was going through some stuff that we were working through. So we weren't drinking. Mm-hmm. And it was unbelievable because, like, like you had said, in my younger days, my parents were like, Trevor, you need to stop. Like, you got to cut back on the drinking, blah, blah, blah. Yep. And then we weren't drinking. They're like, wait, why aren't you guys drinking? Like, have a drink. Do this. Do that. It's like are you kidding me? Like, it's it's one or the other. And they're like, oh, yeah, you guys are just being boring. It's like, no, we're just, like, taking care of ourselves and we don't have to drink. <laughs> like, yeah. that's all that it is. It's nothing crazy. And, like, obviously the questions are going, like, oh, are you pregnant, blah, blah. Like, no, we're literally <laughs> just not wanting to drink. 100%. It's crazy. It's crazy how that happens. It's maddening. It is. It is. It's frustrating because I look at it like you finally – within yourself have gotten to a place of knowing how to feel good like to mm-hmm. do things for yourself that help you feel good um mm-hmm. but nobody else like has taken that initiative or even cares to take that mm-hmm. initiative in their life and i always find myself like hey you know if you stop eating like junk food or processed food like you can't tell right now if you feel good or you feel bad but if you stop eating it and you're like my god i feel amazing like that's mm-hmm. gonna motivate you to want to like Big time. more <laughs> of the good. Big time. And you don't know how good you can feel. Like, people that think they feel good, yeah. maybe could tweak a couple things here. It's like, yeah. you have no idea what, like, yeah. actually feeling good feels like. And it's it's awesome. It, it does. It makes you not want to go back to some of that stuff. Or maybe just, like I said, because, I mean, I'll admit, I still throw down every now and then. But oh, yeah, definitely. It's not, <laughs> it's nowhere near like it was. And it's not yeah. like I feel like I have to. It's, 
just so much like in between just because it's like I know what that's gonna feel like the day or two after and just know it's over yeah no I agree I actually owe Erica like I I mean I've told her this but like ever since last summer I've even just her saying some specific words to me when I was in an appointment with her um you know just like it was something about like my eating habits and going going up north like that's when Mm. it's kind of like all things Mm -hmm. get a little you know you whatever Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I go up there, and then I'll eat this stuff and feel like crap, and I don't remember her exact words, but it was, like, getting to a place of, like, actually deciding, like, you know what? No, like, I'm going to eat healthy up there. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, I'm still going to drink and relax, mm-hmm. but I'm actually going to just avoid eating the food that they're putting in and just have my own food strictly, which I would drink, you know, mm-hmm. but I, right. would, I would indulge in more the junk food up there mm-hmm. and I did it and I'm like okay like this is super awesome because then I felt even better the next day you know that hangover yeah. wasn't as bad right <laughs> honestly like when you don't pair it with some of that stuff it's yeah it's crazy but I think it's also empowering kind of talking about thoughts and changing patterns and things like that it's it makes you feel good because you're like hey I can do this I can take kind of control of my own life and health and things and then from there on it's like of keep moving forward yeah definitely it's not tough i mean it's it's tough but it's yeah. consistent you have to be consistent with these changes I well, think. I, yeah and like it, it's it's kind of like it's tough because we think it's tough though too mm-hmm. um but then it's like when you drop the resistance and you're like you know what i'm just i'm gonna do this i'm gonna try this and see how it goes i think it's kind of when you drop the bit of like that resistance to it mm-hmm. and then it's like okay well, this wasn't as bad. It's kind of like you create yeah. that too much resistance and you're dread, uh, you're dreading it. And it's like, okay, that whole mindset thing again. Like, how mm-hmm. could I shift my perspective on yeah. this? <laughs> I was going to say, again, listen to this. It's all going back to what you're thinking and yeah. what your mind is telling you. Yeah. It's literally, it can be the best benefit, but it can also be your worst enemy <laughs> right. if you really let it be. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Rabbit hole. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Um, I mean, is there anything else you want us to know about uh, working with you, what you're doing, anything like that? Like, I feel like we've talked about, about some good stuff. Yeah. Um, just, I mean, overall, to kind of recap on that, like, I, I have a passion for helping women create a healthy relationship with themselves. Um, so really, like, what that means, I want to kind of define it. Yeah. It's it's meaning, you know, like, when we kind of have a lot of, let's say, internal negative self-talk, like, how we're talking to ourselves and how we're thinking internally, that is going to create our external experience. So if there's people that are in a place where they're feeling super frustrated or disappointed or maybe hopeless about their life, um, like, just getting in touch with them, like, literally internally figuring out like what is going on inside me um to shift this relationship with myself i think a lot of times you know people are like oh you know i'm so focused on i want to create better health and wellness right but it's that deeper thing so i'll help with i'll help people that want to like lose the weight or work on their health and wellness but it's really at this deeper level of establishing that healthy relationship with themselves And why I like to do this is because when we're starting to feel better within ourselves, then what gets the benefit around us? 
Our business gets the benefit from that. Our friendships, our relationships with our family members, you know, people we are either in a relationship with, being married to, or you know, if it's a boyfriend girlfriend type relationship, any sort of relationship itself, it's like it starts with us. And when we can get to the nitty gritty of what's going on with us, we can then start having all those things that we've really been wanting to have, but we've probably been in a cycle of self-sabotage from keeping, you know, keeping ourselves from experiencing it. So we get to like live life um, more from like that full potential instead of just having the brain, you know, control what's going on and running the show for us. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, what you're doing, it's important. More people, more people need to take advantage because it's truly important. Your lives will change. Like, guarantee that. And I, you know, I do want to like stress this too. Like a huge why for me behind this was, as I shared, like being through, you know, going through the breakup and all that with my ex-fiance. The one thing that I extremely want to stress to anyone listening out there is, when we're jumping from one relationship to the next, it's kind of like our thoughts are linear, right? We don't do the pattern interruption. We just let things kind of be the same old way they've always been. But what would happen if you took some time for yourself, if you did come out of a bad relationship and you got to know yourself better and you went through the healing process and started connecting to this vision that you have for your life and you started working towards that vision, that produces more fulfillment, you know, within yourself, more joy and more peace. So when you're feeling better within you, that allows you to get get into a healthier relationship with someone. So some people, you know, repetitively get into toxic relationships and it just is a cycle that will continue to repeat itself. But thinking about like, how could this benefit me if I just learn how to create a healthier relationship with myself so then I can have a healthier relationship with other people, whether it is, you know, a romantic relationship or it's simply with with people that you're surrounded by. Um, but a big thing that, that I want to see and that I feel that would 100% decrease is like a shift in divorce rates. You know, if, if two people came together that were working on themselves, like they could definitely have a much healthier relationship than people that might be carrying around a lot of excess baggage that came together. And, you know, right away a lot of people are expecting like, well, when I get in a relationship, I'm going to feel better. Like I'm going to be happy again mm. when I meet this person. And that's something that I like to talk a lot about because we're the only one that can create that happiness or that love. And when you get into a good place within yourself, like that's just going to increase the chances of having a better relationship. And I really truly see, you know, divorce rates decreasing too and people just stopping that whole like, you know, I feel like relationships have been so like easily disposable lately. Mm-hmm. Like people are jumping from one thing to the next. If you get me out into the world <laughs> and I Facts. start sharing my message, you know, that's what I would love to see shift for everyone because yeah. they're, they're worthy of, of having that. Yes. They're, that's it. I mean, worth it. Like, yeah. you are worth that and deserve it. And you do. And we weren't, we weren't created to struggle. We weren't. <laughs> I don't know why we do. <laughs> but it's like, oh, let's do this whole, like, pain and suffering. And we're, like, literally putting it on onto ourselves um, but that's not what we were created for like I've done a lot of studying and like having these eye-opening moments like no you you don't have to struggle to get in a relationship you don't have to 
struggle, you know, to create uh, financially free income. Um, but for whatever reason, you know, we have to we get into the mindset of like, hey, it's hard. It's going to be hard for us, but it doesn't have to be that. Hmm. I love it. I love that. That's great stuff. That was great. Thank you for that. Um, awesome. Okay. I have a few end questions for you. Yes. The first one, what is your, you kind of named a couple already, yeah. um, but what's your favorite like health related book? And by health is very general terms. It's yeah. very vague. That was the one that I mentioned, the first book, okay. You Control Your Life by Louise Hay. And that is, you know, it's it's addressing your past, it's addressing your thought processes, and when it's addressing these different things like emotions and all that, um, when we start creating a new way of thinking, like when our health is going to start improving. I used to get sick all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, ooh, that could be like a heart fever. <laughs> you know what I mean? I used to get sick all the time until I started shifting my thoughts. So that's a book I 100% highly recommend. There are many other books out there that are similar to that, um, but that was definitely one that truly transformed my health and my mindset, relationships, and all of that. Cool. We'll check that out. Um, What's your favorite health-related activity to do in the Green Bay area? say it's probably just walking uh just getting out like i love going over by title town that's you know always a great place to go it just has an awesome vibe to it Mm -hmm. um or walking by the water i i could tell you right now you're like oh going to the gym but (laughs) what i like to do yeah like it's it's just simply taking the dog for a Mm -hmm. walk and exercising when you have to (laughs) yep it's my favorite too especially by the water calming it is And then uh, what's a piece of advice that you give to someone looking to change their lifestyles for, I, w- I would say, for the better? I would say spend some time on your journey, like mm. looking at your past, you know, maybe looking into working with a life coach or picking up a book that would allow you to do a little bit of some healing work on your past. And that is really going to set that foundation up to help you just start living a better life overall. Mm, I like it. Awesome, Julia. Thank you so much. Where can people go to contact you? Social media, websites, DMs. Um, Yeah, so on social media, media you can find me on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok under Julia Piota, last name. P-I-E-T-H-O-T-A. Definitely not like it sounds. (laughs) (laughs) Like it sounds. Um, And then as far as any interest in working with me one-on-one, you can always find my links right on my Facebook page or Instagram. Otherwise, uh, you can reach me by email too at jpiota26 at gmail.com. Perfect. Yeah, and I'll be sure to link to all that so people can just yep. click and click and go they don't have to worry about spelling that last name all right cool <laughs> <laughs> awesome awesome well thank you again julia i'm glad we got this figured out um finally after a few days yeah <laughs> i'm glad it all worked <laughs> yeah for sure awesome awesome well thank you again and uh 
We will talk to you all next time. If you would like more information about us at Movement Performance and Rehab, or information on one of our guests, or if you have a contact that would be a good guest for this podcast, please send us an email at 